pride causes us to miss God. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening. I'd like to take a few moments and talk about the dangers of pride. You know, normally, I think it's best just to behold the beauty of Jesus and to let him captivate our hearts with his majesty and to soak in his love and his goodness and to let that overwhelm our hearts uh, rather than talking about sin and, and, you know, don't do this and don't do that. But I think pride's a pretty unique sin in as far as it's kind of the root of every other sin, right? So Adam and Eve thought that they knew better uh, than God, and they made a decision out of pride, out of their own uh, will, to be independent. And so I don't know if that came from a place of unbelief or mistrust or pride or perhaps all of those somehow mixed together, but... um, Yeah, pride is particularly dangerous because pride causes us to miss God. When when we're proud, we don't get on board with what God is doing. And it might be because we don't think we need it. It might be because we can't see it. You know, as the case of the Pharisees in the gospel stories, that they couldn't see their needs. So when Jesus said, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. The Pharisees should have raised their hands and said, oh, awesome, like we need a doctor too, yes. Like here's the Messiah, he's come to bring salvation to us. But uh, they couldn't see it because they thought, oh, okay, the sick, that must be somebody else. That's That's not me, that's not us. And so pride causes us to miss what God is doing around us. And sadly, I have plenty of experience in this area and I have missed God on so many occasions because I was just proud and arrogant and it breaks my heart when I look back over my life and even to this day, you know, I'm sure that there's still things that I miss that God's doing all around me just because I'm so arrogant and so proud. And so I guess I I just want to put this out there as a warning that we have to humble ourselves. We have to get over ourselves. In the last podcast, I talked about how Jesus set aside all of his dignity because of his love for us, that he humbled himself, that he emptied himself, he made himself nothing, and he took the form of a servant that he was willing to serve. And that's really the attitude that should mark each of our lives if we want to be disciples of Jesus. You know, it it embarrasses me to say, but it's true. You know, for so long, I really used Jesus to promote myself. And and that's disgusting, and it's embarrassing, and it's it's awful, but it's, it's the truth. And God is so merciful and so gracious and so kind to me that he... Uh, just was patient with me, and he just allowed me to get to know him more and more. And now I see just the joy of following the model of Jesus. And I certainly haven't arrived or anything, but I I do see the joy of imitating Jesus and, and humbling ourselves and emptying ourselves and looking to serve people instead of looking to exalt ourselves, which is what I did just for, for far, far too long. And it It embarrasses me to say, but it's the truth. And so I just wanted to encourage all of us and and perhaps just doing this to exhort my own soul to humble myself and to remind myself that when I'm proud, I miss God. You know, the Bible says says so much about pride, but in it, 
uh, in James, it says that God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. In the Psalms, or I'm sorry, in the Proverbs, it says so many good words on pride. Proverbs 11.2 says, when pride comes, then disgrace comes, but with the humble is wisdom. Isn't that amazing? So, and, and James, he says that God opposes the proud, but gives dis, uh, gives grace to the humble. And in Proverbs, he says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. So with humility is grace, and with pride is disgrace. Proverbs 16, 18 says, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall, which is the opposite of taking refuge in God and being secure in God and humbling ourselves in God. 29, 23, Proverbs says, one's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. You know, when we recognize, that's what Jesus says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. When we recognize that we have nothing, then we're in a place to receive the fullness of God. If we want to be part of what God is doing in the earth, I really believe it begins with humbling ourselves and um, becoming a servant and not sitting in judgment, especially on other members of the body of Christ and being a force for unity, being a force for love, to love people, to not be threatened by other people. That, you know, that was such a huge, maybe still is such a huge part of what I struggle with was seeing someone else do well, that that was threatening to me. And it's because I was walking in pride, but it caused me to miss out on so many good things that I could have been a part of, but uh, I just missed it because I was proud. And so I'm, I'm trying, you know, to rejoice when I see others being used by God and to, to seek to serve that person or to discover how I can be part of it, how I can participate in what God is doing in them instead of trying to demean it or belittle it uh, to make myself feel better. Isn't that pathetic? <laughs> but God God is so kind. God's so merciful. But, you know, as I, as I go through the next season of my life, I just want to walk in a, from a place of being excited about what God is doing all over the earth through anyone that he's doing it in and uh, then to participate in it and to be part of it. And I would exhort anyone listening to do the same, to humble yourself wherever God might be working to not quench that, to not criticize it, to not pass judgment on it, but to ask the Holy Spirit, how can I be a part of what you're doing? God bless you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.